Hey guys, and welcome. I'm Life Coach Meg Ellis. It's time for you to stop coasting through life, and it's time for you to find your purpose. It's time for you to create your fate. If you want to receive weekly inspirational texts to keep you focused and vibing high, text expect good things to 833-204-0009 to sign up now. I'm in a rut. I'm in a funk. I just feel off. Nothing exciting is happening. I can't get motivated. I'm bored. Ever feel any of these ways? Listen, I'm an Enneagram 7. I live for constant excitement. A rut is literally my deepest fear. Like it actually is. Being trapped in pain is actually the Enneagram 7 core fear. I live for a good distraction and literally uh, any way to not have to sit around and, and feel bored. And I'll tell you what, looking for answers in the wrong place gets you nowhere except for where you've already been. In another rut. So today, uh, we're actually going to review four ways to get yourself out of a rut and not keep looking about looking into that place that's already gotten you there, right? Um, so these four ways to to get yourself out of this rut all have to do with what? Hey, you guessed it, you. Uh, no shiny objects, no distractions here, just you. And uh, maybe you're like, no, 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 no. Like, I don't want to stay here anymore. It's it's unmotivating and it's boring. Uh, and I'm going to ask you this. Do you think you need to feel motivated all the time? Not bored. All the time. Does something exciting need to happen all the time? Can you sit with yourself for just a little bit longer just to really look at your ret, right? To see what it really is. Because once you identify what it really is and where it really comes from, then guess what? You're not going to keep going back into that, that same place, right? That circle. You're going to be able to begin to take small steps to get out of it, right? And when the time is right, uh, you'll even ensure that, hey, you're taking steps in the right direction so you don't end up where you've already been. So, okay, let's talk about this. The first step into getting out of a rut is... First step here. So write this down. Assess your current situation. How did you get here? And automatically, we assume that being in a rut is a bad thing, right? When have you ever thought it was a good thing? Hmm? And we get caught up in the now, right? This sucks. I'm not motivated now. I've lost my drive. And our focus stays on the now. But let's back it up a bit. How did you get here? So take a pause, keyword, pause, and think about, you know, what you have been doing for the last month, for the last six months, for the last year. Have you been constantly in go, go, go mode that now some rest and peace feels strange to you and you associate that to being in a rut? Is it possible that you are reaping the benefits of your previous hard work? Enneagram threes, I'm talking to you. <laughs> so have you spent time celebrating what you just came down from? 
Have you spent time feeling proud or grateful? Hmm. I know a lot of us are bad at celebrating and being proud of ourselves. It's like you get on this hamster wheel of, well, I have to go after the next big thing, next big thing. And it's really just a distraction, right? Sit in your rut. Assess, hey, how did I get here? Perhaps this rut is just a much needed pause to allow life to catch up with you. And and how do you determine this? By spending time with yourself. How long have you felt like you are in a rut? How did you get here? What happened immediately before you started feeling this way? And I'm going to go out on a complete guess here and just say nothing terrible happened right before your rut. And maybe it was actually even the opposite. Maybe something really amazing happened for you and it's been happening for a while, but now it's not. Right? A lot of times we come down from this high uh, of, of amazing things that have been going on, right? Enneagram 7's here speaking right to you. And, you know, because we're used to the hype, that constant dopamine rush, when it's no longer there, we get upset. And let me tell you this, constant stimulation and constant overstimulation is not sustainable. You need that low to recover, to relax, to refuel. So enjoy it. Maybe you feel like you're in a rut, but something amazing didn't just happen. Okay. So can you use this time to simply analyze what's working for you and what's not working for you? Right? Use this time. Don't just jump into the next thing because like I said in the beginning, you're going to end up exactly where you've already been back in your rut. Right. So here's an example. Right. Uh, You had this insane business or career growth for the first half of the year. And then, boom, things have massively slowed down and now new ideas aren't being generated. And you begin to freak out a little bit like, oh, my gosh, where did all my inspiration go? Can you pause? Can you think about the ideas that you've already thought of that worked and then do more of those? (laughs) Can you think back to the ones that didn't work? And can you do less of those? Right? You're going to find answers in your rut if you look for them. And all of a sudden, your rut isn't a rut. It's just a pause. Um, how about this one? You know, what if you just paused and think, where are you out of alignment? Right? Something feels off, but you don't know what. Okay. Uh, well, the only way you're going to figure out what it is is if you actually sit down and think about it. Which leads me to the second one. Don't fear boredom. We live in a world of endless distractions. And if you're looking for a distraction, you will find one. What are you doing right now while you're listening to this podcast? Are you multitasking? Social media, scrolling, texting, gaming, TV, TikTok, Netflix, hell, even educational distractions, right? Podcast, this podcast, which which I love. So keep listening to that. But, um, you know, this wormhole of the internet is, you know, we can go down this really deep rabbit hole because we're, we're so afraid of boredom that we're like, oh, hey, this is the perfect time to learn about killer whales and their natural habitats. Uh, did you know that killer whales, you know, whatever they do, it's fascinating, right? It's like, no, do you really care about uh, killer whales, natural habitats and what they do? No. Can, like, can we avoid that trap of distraction? Stop 
distracting yourself from being bored. Why is being bored so bad? Seriously, why is being bored so bad? Because it's boring. Why? Because there's nothing to do except for sit by myself, twiddling my thumbs. Okay, uh, why is that bad? Bingo. Ooh, because maybe that's where we're forced into introspection. Yikes. When was the last time you sat with yourself for 10 minutes, five minutes even, right? No distractions, no scrolling, no TV, no music, nobody talking to you, just sitting with your thoughts. Have you ever actually sat down and listened to how much chatter there is in your mind? It's constant. And what if you sat down quietly for, you know, five, five minutes even, I'll give you five minutes, not 10, and uh, just make sense of some of the voices in your head where you just simply listened to the voices. And yeah, it can be scary. Like, whoa, do I really think that? Where are these thoughts coming from? Is that even real? And you'll finally like sit down and you'll notice how much overthinking you do and you will eliminate 90% of the chatter. Uh, you, you will classify it as being absolutely ridiculous. It doesn't even exist. And it just occupies so much space in our minds. And, you know, you just you sit there and you can actually listen to the chatter. Right. You're not even the person doing the talking. Uh, identify yourself as the person who's just I'm just listening to the voices in my head. Right. It's really interesting just to uh, not even take responsibility for the voices that are in your head. Just listening to them. Kind of like if you're just sitting there as a third person. Right. It's like, whoa, I bet you notice a thing or two. Or maybe even, oh, a pattern. Uh, maybe you are hearing some things that you don't like. And if you don't sit down and actually, one, listen to what's going on in your mind, and then two, realize, uh, realize that you don't want them there anymore, how are you ever going to get rid of them? I'm not getting any forward movement in my business. I'm, I'm kind of out of ideas. Maybe I should add this in and, and this and then this and, and that could get exciting. And I can't believe I've actually already been doing this for three years. I, I thought I'd be further along by now. Actually, you know what? I kind of thought I'd be in a completely different place in life. Shouldn't I be married by now? You know, I'm going to download a dating app right now. I really want a nice wedding. Jennifer had a really nice wedding in Greece. I've never been to Greece. In fact, I haven't traveled since before the pandemic, and I should really book a, a trip to Greece. Ooh, yeah, wait, with the girls. That will make me feel better. But uh, Kristen can't come because she's been on that crazy diet stuff, and it's just going to make me feel bad about myself. And, you know, gain, I've gained a little bit of weight. Uh, maybe I should start working out more. Yeah, movement is going to make me feel better. Ooh, you know what? I'm going to buy an at-home bike. That's a lot of chatter. That is constantly taking up space in there. Like, whew. And you don't even know that you're doing it. No wonder why you're confused. And you cannot do anything with an unconscious thought as long as it remains unconscious. And guess what? That mental real estate is really expensive. Be careful what you choose to keep in there. And to do that, you have to identify what's going on in there first. Stay bored, my friends. So this leads me into the next one, because once you actually realize that you don't like some of those thoughts or things going on in your head or your life, you now have an opportunity to change it. Now calls for action. 
inspired action. Action with a purpose. Not just any action. Not just, oh, I guess I'll try this new and shiny object on a whim and hope that it inspires me. Right? That's going to get you where you've already been. Uh, Trip degrees. Booked. And you come back and you're right back in your rut. So let's not take the chance. Let's be intentional about our choices. What actually is the root here? What requires actual change? So step three, you got to think about it. So what is it? You want business growth, a date, a wedding, kids, a trip to Greece, a workout plan? Pretty soon you're back to being distracted with 15 new hobbies and events going on and womp, 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 rut. You got to get out of that trap. So what do you want? And this is a method that I love. This gets uh, to the root of the problem. It's called the five why method. You ask yourself a question and, and you ask why five times to see where you land. I can't think of any new business ideas. Why? Because I haven't really felt like I've been in this creative mindset. Why? Because I've been going max speed for about six months now. Why? Well, if I dedicate all this time to my business, then I don't have to think about my personal life. And I really don't want to think about my personal life. Why? Because I'm lonely and haven't dated anybody in months. Why? Because I'm scared to let anyone in to see the real me. Bingo! And that was a completely random example. It wasn't my personal one at all. Um, but you know, guess what? You think we just realized that your rut isn't going to be solved with a trip to Greece or a workout plan or a dating app. Don't waste your time. Get to the root of the problem and work on that. Work on changing that, which of course brings me to the last one. Change, change something in your life daily. If you want to change your life, you have to change something in your life daily. And this is sometimes the hardest part because it requires a lot of action, repeated action, not just one time. So let me explain how your brain works. So basically, you've had years of unconscious thoughts running through your brain and the synapses that fire in your brain, they are causing you to think these thoughts and they're kind of locked in tight, right? These neurons, because they've been thinking this way for so long. They're like in this long-term relationship with each other, right? They love it and it's comfortable and they do not want to change. They don't like change. You try something one time uh, and a little lonely neuron floats by and the old locked-in neurons are like, oh yeah, she's kind of cute, but back to old reliable here. But if you do something repeatedly over and over again, that new neuron keeps coming around uh, and eventually that old locked-in neuron's like, you know what? Maybe there's something to this and basically breaks away from the old thought that it was clinging to uh, in order to form a new one. But it takes repetition. Repetition is key. It's kind of like going to the gym, right? You want to lose weight or gain muscle. It's not going to happen just because the desire is there. Now, you do have to have the desire. I will stress that very much. But, you know, this desire only gets you so far. I want to lose weight. I want to gain muscle. It's not going to happen if you do it just one time. It takes weeks, sometimes months to even see or feel the results of repeated hard work. And guess what? 
Sometimes it doesn't feel good. It's hard. Same thing with your mind. Changing your thought process can feel hard. That's why it helps to have you know, people supporting you or or coach or being surrounded by those like-minded people who want you to, to do well. So it's okay, too, to start small. Enneagram 3s, talking to you. Uh, start small. Dial it back. Take our example. Wow. Okay, so you use the 5Y method, and now you have this big breakthrough realization, I'm afraid to let anybody else see the real me. Awareness is the first step. Making an unconscious thought conscious, right? Then you begin to work on those unconscious behaviors that are being driven from that thought. Your actions are not going to immediately change and you are not going to instantly transform into someone who radiates confidence and self-love. But what can you do to start? Something small, something daily. Can you write down a positive affirmation on a post-it and repeat it to yourself daily? Can you cut back on your scrolling screen time? Can you tell yourself, hey, I love you before you go to bed each night, right? These small things, but you give these small things a few weeks, a month, three months. What do you think is going to begin to happen? You begin to actually change your mindset and your thoughts inside of your brain as you continue to do this, right? This is why I have the 90-day mindset makeover because it takes some time. And about halfway through, people are like, I'm not motivated, back in my rut. And that's why you you got to get a coach, someone to help you through it, right? Um, you, you start small and then you add in a couple of things. And once your new habits begin to fo- feel normal, what do you think happens? How do you get there? You literally have been tricking your old set of beliefs and replacing them with new ones, the ones that you want. Sounds pretty good, right? Yeah, and this is where, like I said, coaches come in. We can help you. I'm an NLP practitioner, and and we focus so much around this, this kind of thing where we replace new thoughts. And many times you try this endless action after action, trying to distract yourself from being in a rut or to gain immediate success, uh, to feel better. But in the end, because the right thought hasn't been identified The wrong action is taken. So now your supposed solution leads you right back into another rut. Stop wasting your time. Stop wasting your mental space. Stop wasting your life. So schedule a call with me. And if we're the right fit, that's great. I'd love to work with you. Uh, If we aren't, then somebody else is out there who can support you in the way that is best for you. Because you do not have to navigate this alone. So to recap, four steps to getting out of a rut. One, assess your current situation. Two, do not fear boredom. Three, think about it. Use the five why method. And four, change something in your life daily. You gotta sit with yourself, identify what's going on in your head, take small, tiny action steps in the right direction because the only way out of a rut is through it. I believe that you can create your life. And I do believe that you can create your fate. To connect with more thoughts and more inspiration, you can follow me on Instagram at Let's Create Your Fate or online at Let's Create Your Fate.com. If you love this episode, please, please, please subscribe. Write me a review. It really does truly help so much. Send it to a friend who might be in a rut. Let's get them out of it. And that's all I got for you today. But of course, if I could leave you with just one thing, it is this expect good things, always, and they will happen. Thanks for joining me today and I'll talk to y'all soon.